Welcome to Linda's Life Lessons Podcast. As a teaching professor, my students often tell me that their favorite part of class was when I chatted with them in what they called Linda's Life Lessons. I would take five or ten minutes at some point in class, not every day, and chat about things that had come up, maybe in one-on-one meetings with students in my office or a question asked in class. There's pretty much nothing out of bounds. We talk about it. In these podcasts, I share tips for students and parents, helpful guidance through the college years, and a few stories along the way. We chat about situations students have found themselves in and how we navigated it. Along the way, we talk about some do's and don'ts for parents, too. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to Linda's Life Lessons Podcast. In this episode, we chat about your role in your own life. Are you the CEO? Are you an everyday employee? To get started, let's think about the working environment in most companies. There's a reason people work their way up the career ladder in business. Entry-level positions give you an understanding of how things work, how things are done, the flow, the rhythm, the routine of the place. In an entry-level position, you have no real decision-making power. You show up and you do the job. As you prove yourself on the job, as you gain more experience and show that you can be trusted, you'll gradually be assigned new tasks and potentially be given more responsibility. You'll learn more, and you'll likely even have some ability to make some decisions. The more decisions you make, the more situations you navigate on the job, and the more you build your confidence. It all works to build your identity on the job. You may have experienced this while you were growing up. Your parents watched you, supervised every move, and then, as you got older and started to prove yourself capable, they gradually gave you some autonomy, some ability to decide things for yourself, and ultimately, to enjoy the results of your decision-making, for good or for bad. Hopefully, they were there to celebrate with you when things went well, and to also talk you through how to suffer the consequences of a bad decision when things didn't go well. It happens to all of us. What happens is that we get a sense of the results of our decision-making. All of this, even the bad outcomes, helps to build your confidence. I would argue that a less-than-wonderful outcome is actually more beneficial than receiving perfect results every time, because the not-so-perfect results help you learn how to handle a new kind of challenge. So your company is helping you build confidence when you have the ability to make decisions and take responsibility for your actions. Now let's think for a moment about the CEO, the chief executive officer, the person who is ultimately responsible for every decision made in the company's name. The buck stops with the CEO. The CEO is the person in charge. They make the decisions and see to it that decisions are acted upon. The CEO does what needs to be done. The CEO directs and steers the company toward the company's goals. So let's compare that with being an employee. An employee shows up and waits to be assigned a task. The employee might take some initiative, but mostly they're in passive mode. If you are the employee, you might have the attitude that life happens to you. You respond and react to life. As an employee, you get things done, but you go through the days with no clear picture, no sense of direction other than to get each task done to earn the paycheck. 
You work a shift, go out with friends, work out, take a class. You have a short-term focus. So now let's ask you, are you an employee in your life or are you the CEO of your life? Being the employee in your life isn't necessarily a bad thing. In fact, many people are very happy living this way. But for some people, this feels unfocused, like they're just moving through life with no clear sense of direction. How does being the employee differ from being the CEO of your life? What's involved with being the CEO of your life and how does it feel? If you're the CEO of your life, you are the one in charge, the boss of your life. How does this feel? On the one hand, it probably feels empowering and liberating. Really good. On the other hand, it might feel frightening and overwhelming. Yuck. Scary because you don't feel ready to be in charge of everything. This is where building your confidence incrementally will really work for you and help you. You start by making one or two decisions, see how that goes, and then you add more decisions and responsibility to your life. When you're the CEO of your life, you are the one. Everything starts with you. Think to yourself, say it out loud with me. I am the one. I am the one. You get to decide how to show up, CEO or employee. Who is currently deciding how you live, how you move through your days? Is it you or somebody else? Your life is your company. Think about what the goals are for your company, for your life. Do you have a mission? How will you show up, act, behave to support your mission, to support your company goals? For example, if I have a goal of earning a degree, I set myself up so my actions align with earning a degree. I start by getting clear on why I want the degree. What do I want to do? Once I've decided on the degree I'm seeking, I look at the classes I need to take to earn my degree. I either come up with a plan or I get a plan from the school I'm attending. So, okay, I'm clear on the classes I need to take to get to my goal of earning a degree. What other activities would support my goal, would help me position myself well for my future career? Perhaps there's a part-time job I could get that would help me move forward, giving me valuable experience. For example, if I'm majoring in finance, maybe I would get a job at a bank or a credit union. What types of volunteering could I do? With some degrees, volunteering is big. Physicians, if you have a goal of being a, a doctor, I know of students who did not get into med school and they were excellent students. They didn't get into med school because they hadn't volunteered with patients enough. So you better be aware of what your career goals, what the requirements are. So volunteering helps to show that you're a community-minded person, that, you know, you, you pitch in, you'll help out. So as CEO, I would make a plan that serves as a roadmap, my GPS, my path to a degree. What else is involved other than the classes? Well, where do I live? How am I funding or financing my education? What are all of the supporting activities I should be involved in? The volunteering we were just speaking about, clubs, campus organizations. What am I doing to promote my overall wellness? Do I regularly work out or engage in some sort of regular physical activity? What do I do to promote my mental wellness and a healthy mindset? Once I have a sense of what's involved with my company goal, 
and I have a plan that serves as my map, my GPS, I focus smaller. I narrow it down to my daily activities so that each day I move forward to my goal, that overall goal of earning a degree. So in this example of the goal of getting a degree, I attend class. I study and work to learn and integrate what I learn. The last thing I want to have happen is for me to get my degree and I get a job based on my having that degree. And then I can't actually do the job because I didn't learn what I was supposed to learn on my way to the degree because I was cramming and not learning. And now I don't even know the things that my degree says I should know. Yuck. Ugh. That would freaking suck. So I have a goal of learning. So I have skills moving forward after I get the degree. Yay! That's what we want. What are some other daily activities I should engage in to move me forward to my goal of earning a degree? We talked about attending class and studying to learn. If you don't know what I mean by studying to learn, you'll want to listen to episode six, Studying to Learn. You're going to work to learn to integrate what you are learning into your life. That helps you remember things. I want to keep my mind and body healthy, so I'm going to engage in physical activity, daily workouts, yoga, some sort of daily movement, and mental activities like meditating, doing my journaling, doing gratitude and affirmations work. Check out episode 11 for more information about gratitude and affirmations. So I'm doing something every day so I stay healthy in my mind and my body. What else? Well, I want to keep my living space tidy and clean. It is well documented that we are more productive, better able to function, and happier in general when our living space is orderly. So I'll have a daily goal of keeping my space picked up and tidy. What are some other daily goals that I might have to take me to the bigger goal of getting my degree? Maybe a job, being involved in campus activities and organizations, some other things like time with friends and family, getting enough rest, and time for me to just be. I could set small daily goals that move me forward to my goal of getting my degree. So maybe your goal is something else. Maybe your goal is to get a promotion or a new job. If that's the case, you will want to brainstorm the activities you need to do to reach those goals. Here's the thing. You are now taking on the role of being CEO in your life. As CEO, you are the one. Say it with me. I am the one. I am the one. You are the one. So you get to decide. What will you do to get to the goals of your company? Or are you planning to stay in the employee role? Reacting rather than planning, safe rather than empowered, responding, almost feeling like you're sleepwalking rather than being in charge. Who will you be, employee or CEO? So today we've talked about the difference between being the one, the CEO of your life in charge, or being the employee in your life and how you get to choose how you show up. We've acknowledged that, yes, being the CEO can feel really big and overwhelming and scary, but my bet is on you. You've got this. I'm here for you. 
all. So if you're feeling squidgy and icky and want some help navigating this or other aspects of your life, I've opened a a couple spots on my one-to-one coaching schedule. So let's work on this together. I hope that this chat about who's in charge of your life has been helpful. Hey, if you found value in this episode, would you please share it with your friends? It would be awesome if you took a moment to subscribe to the Linda's Life Lessons podcast. I love to hear from you. So take a moment to write a review. Connect with me on Facebook and Instagram. As always, be sure to find your happy. Love what you do and make a difference. See you next week. When I'm teaching, I end the week of classes with this message that I will now leave with you, my friend. Have a lovely, fantastic, and fun weekend, and please come back to me safely. See you next time.